When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Happy holidays. Thank you, Johnny. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my Talk 1071 and live streaming around the world at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to become a potato farmer, ladies and gentlemen, queen of the spuds. <laughs> Don McLean. Get your spuds ready. I'm here to judge them. <laughs> oh, good morning, Jason. Good morning, Don. And good morning to Stephanie Hansen. Good morning. Good morning to all of you on this Tuesday, December 24th, 2019. Ten seconds away from 6.03. Welcome to the show. Welcome to your day. Welcome to your life. Congratulations. You woke up alive. Oh, Welcome. Right. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to National Eggnog Day. Welcome to Christmas Eve day and welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee this is excuse me a damn fine cup of coffee 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 on this Christmas Eve day, I ask this question. How is your decaffeinated coffee or beverage, Dawn? Oh, my, uh, actually, I have some herbal tea today. Oh! Yes, it's nothing fancy. It's a Bigelow orange and spice. Oh. And it has a half a packet of Splenda in it. I love that. That sounds very delicious. It that is That sounds delicious, delicious actually. Yes. Stephanie, uh, how is your rutabaga juice or whatever you're drinking this morning? Uh, this morning, I'm drinking out of my favorite cup because it's the holidays. Oh. It's orange, which is my favorite color. And it says Burnside on it, which is the name of my lake. So Aww. I'm feeling very Christmassy and homey today. Oh, yeah. sweetheart, you make yeah. me all warm inside. Wait That's till nice. we get going. I'm going to get oh. you so warm. You're not going to oh. know what to do. You're going to have to have a hot flash. <laughs> are, are we going to have Nook? I mean, is that what you're telling? Are we going to have relations? <laughs> Don. <laughs> Don eggs it. Eggs Even it so today, quick. I am Elizabeth and Kenny and myself. She's uh, out. Uh, can I leave? No. <laughs> for that part? No. Uh-oh. No. You got to stay. Okay. No. There's not no, I'm going to do the journaler. I I believe I did such a quality dirtler yesterday. Oh, you did. Thank you. That, that I'm ready to do it again. I love I'm going to do I'm going to do it again. In I'm all seriousness, see. you are a really good news reader. What? Oh, thank you. Yeah. You just I don't know. It's something about your voice is very like 
And now the top seven at seven. I'm Jason Matheson, and these are the top stories of the day. It's like you, it's like you practiced in a mirror as a kid, but it works. I you got did. the good voice. I did. Don knows this. Yeah. I revealed. I revealed this for the first time. And again, it's hard to surprise the audience when you've been talking for eleven years, you know. But oh, no. I, I revealed. Because it's so stupid. It's so silly. I revealed uh, something about myself that's so embarrassing. And that is just, you know, we were talking about that great ABC announcer when we were discussing Jimmy Kimmel's live in front of a studio audience special and how they did retro ABC commercials. And I used to, and I love that announcer. I loved specifically the way he would say, the love boat. (laughs) And I used to. (laughs) That's it. and that's it. And I used to say that because, again, I tell this to the studio audience. I I always knew I always knew what I was going to do with my life. I feel very blessed in, in, in that sense where I didn't understand when people my age, my friends, my my uh, contemporaries would would vacillate about college majors. I'm like, how, how do you not know what you want to do? I didn't realize what a blessed space I had come from. I, you know, I didn't know that not everybody has a clear vision for for what they're meant to do. Anyway, so that's the foundation for the fact that my, ever since I popped out, <laughs> ever since I came through the multicolored curtain, you know, I I would practice. I loved commercials. I loved and I would imitate the announcers and I would imitate that announcer. And the story that I told that with Don Lex was I loved the announcer for Knott's Landing. Now, (laughs) now, now hang with me here. Dallas and Knott's Landing. And now many shows picked up on this serialized shows. Dallas and Knott's Landing would always show previews for the next week's episode. You remember that stuff. I mean, yeah. maybe, maybe it was like, well, I loved the announcer that both Knotts and Dallas used, and I would imitate, and I still do. When I get very happy in the shower, I'm not, you know, <laughs> some people, no, this is not, I just did it yesterday. You know how some people sing in the shower? I repeat announces. I, I repeat reads, you call them. So I love the way the guy would go, um, <clears throat> And I've been doing this since like the early 90s. When I'm nervous, if I get happy, I always do this. Now, see, I'm laughing. This is because this is so stupid. But next on Knots Landing. And and that's how we talked. He did that little pause. He did that little pause between Knots and Landing. And I loved his read. And um, hold on, I, I next on knots. Okay, I I pulled up one I, when I did this the last time. I actually had an example of it, but no, I I can't find it right now. But anyway, um, and I used to do that stuff. So when you say that, it means a lot to me because I have been practicing Your since I was life. like my, oh my literal God. whole life. Um, I have worked on my voice. I so like it. yeah. So thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. Next on Knott's Landing. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> now I wish I could find, uh, yeah, I'll find one a little bit later. But uh, Now, Steph Aru, this is 
Sadly, now, Steph, you can come back and visit us in January if you want. I know you're leaving for half the month. You're going to Aruba or something. Or what, what the hell are you doing? I'm going sailing in the British Virgin mm. Islands. My oh, husband and I are man. sailors. Yeah, I'm really Seriously? excited. Yeah, we haven't been back there since the hurricane. So we are heading back. Very We've rented fun. a boat. It's just oh, him and my. I. That is crazy. Yeah. And how, how, how long again are you going to be gone? Uh, ten days. Oh, it's not long. Yeah. Okay. No, ten days. But that's a that's a nice that's a nice little break. You know Have what you, ever... you do too when you're down there on a sailboat? Nothing. What? You yeah. read and you cook. Yeah. And you have a drink called the painkiller, which is the most phenomenal thing in the world, which is <laughs> pina colada mix. Yeah, what is that? Rum and nutmeg. A lot of nutmeg. It's so good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Really? Yep. I can make you one sometime. It's there's Please. it's like if you smell it, it just is like smells like suntan lotion and summer. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. I love that. So yeah, we're excited. And most of the islands, well, almost all of them down where we're going are British. So you get like British food and it's just kind of interesting little culture shift. That is fantastic. Yeah. I'm excited for I know. you. I'm excited for myself. That is real good. Yeah. Okay. I found a Knott's Landing thing here. Here we go. I found one. Let me. Next on Knott's Landing. <laughs> Next on Knott's Landing. He's a little fast there, but yeah. Anyway. You know what's weird about what you said? And not at, Kurt does that in the shower. He says like things yeah. that are the same things, almost like, um, I don't know if it's OCD or what it is. He um, says something that's a swear word over and over and over. And he'll say it loud. So I'll be like downstairs and hear him. And I'm like, are you okay? Like, because it sounds like he fell down or something. Oh, my God. Oh, really? Yes. And it's a swear word? Yeah. And I'll say, what are you doing? He's like, oh, just Tourette's. Like, he says things in the shower, like over and over. Like, he kicks himself in the butt or something. (laughs) Man. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, my God. Wow, Kurt! Kurt's a shower talker. Yep. Yeah. No, I like. I am. I'm not a A singer. I'm a shower. Don, do you sing or anything in the shower? I don't think so. No, I don't. Mm -mm. No, I wish I could be less boring right now and say yes, but no, no. The shower is for showering, like or crying. Sometimes I got to cry in the shower. When I had cancer, I cried in the shower all the time because I couldn't like cry in front of my family. Oh man. Sorry, that sounded so sad, didn't it? Yes. It was like yeah, a safe a place bit. to cry. And oh, just... sure. I mean, if I feel like I need to cry, I do it in the shower, too. Yeah. Because, or the car. Because then it's just, you know, you don't mess up your makeup. You can just renew yourself. The water hitting you. You're like, okay, I'm over that. And then you get out. And yeah. Like, I'm fine. I'm good. It's like Let's a safe go. space. <laughs> it's true. Shower crying. I don't, I don't think I've ever cried in the shower. <laughs> really? No, I'm serious. I don't think I've ever done that. Do you have cocktails in the shower ever? Shower cocktails? I've done that before. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, um, that's very relaxing, too. Uh-huh. Like, if you're going really? out and you're getting ready and you pour yourself a little shower cocktail, you take a little extra time. No, I, I, I'm kind of like, I just I just clean my nibblies, you know what I mean, and get out of there. I just, I'm not <laughs> I have, I'm like, not when I'm in Mexico or something, you know. <laughs> they have I'll actual... take this beer in here. <laughs> they have shower cup... <laughs> they have shower cup holders. Oh, yeah. For your wine glass. 
Don, I assure you, I will be very quiet uh, when when I'm showering at Walt Disney World. Oh, I, I want you to do. You, yes. I want you to do. Uh, next on, yeah, I, next I on might. Knox Landing. Okay. I w- I will warn you that the first alarm clock. The tradition is the I've already have it set <laughs> for tom- uh, for uh, Thursday. Mm-hmm. The first alarm clock is always uh, the circle of life. I okay. always play that as the alarm clock. Yeah. Are you all sleeping in the same room? I believe. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. Yes. But Dawn gets her own bed for heaven's sake. We're not, uh, we're not, we're not a pioneer family. Where I mean, Dawn gets her own. Yeah. I brought some breathe right strips just in case I, uh, you know, because I have kind of a cold right now. So I'm gonna look oh, real cute. I do too. So don't worry about it. I have. I'm a little stuffy too. So okay. yeah, good. Yeah. Anyway, six thirteen. When we come back, we usually have mystery date Friday, but Stephanie Hansen has Christmas mystery guest. Who is it? And. What the hell am I talking about? <laughs> You'll find out when we return. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace with Dawn McClain and special guest star Stephanie Hansen. On this Christmas Eve day, we are live. This is not a rerun. Hello. Hello. Um, okay, Hansen. Hansen, you, you told Dawn and me that you have a... Special mystery Christmas guest? Am I phrasing? Am I phrasing that well? (sighs) Yes. Here's the story, and this is a true story. And I just, I'm a little like, oh, oh no. Does it involve like if people are eating right now, should they stop? There's no eating problems, but that's does it involve our bosses and chocolate? No, no, no. That was yesterday's bad idea. This is today's bad idea. Each day I have to have one bad idea and overshare. And this will be it it for sure. Oh, no. I'm scared. Uh, I'm scared too, Don. So, you know, the holiday, I've already explained that for me, Christmas is like a fourth job. Yeah. Yeah. And so the fourth job is kind of winding down, though. Like, I only, I think I have four more presents to wrap. Actually, I have probably ten. Because I got to wrap the stocking gifts. And I'll do that sometime today. I have promised my husband I'll go to lunch with him, which he's very excited about. The man loves nothing more than a holiday lunch. Oh, bless him. Um, We're going to take a nap today. (laughs) I have to finish. I've made all the meatballs, but I got to make the gravy. We have to make some artichoke stuff. We have a party tonight. Oh, So I get home from work last night and or yesterday. And I was in my room and I was doing work. And that's like the sign when the door's closed. I'm working. Don't come in. So at about 3.30, I open the door and I come out and he goes, well, I talked to my mom today. I was like, oh, okay. How's your mom? Well, she's good. And, you know, we're going to the event tomorrow at, you know, four o'clock. He goes, but um, she did something kind of impulsive. Oh, no. I was like, what? And his mom is 86 and she looks 65. So it's confusing. (laughs) Okay. Because everybody just, she looks 65. So they think she acts 65. I was like, what did she do? He goes, well, um, she was at Bridge, and there was a guy, and apparently he was um, not having anywhere to go for Christmas, so um, she invited him over for Christmas dinner. Mm. And I was like, what? 
For, what? 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 Who? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find Find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Who is this person? And he's like, well, I don't really know. Oh. Uh, okay. You don't know this person. Does your mom know this person? Well, I think so. She's played bridge with him before. Okay, well, that's like, good. Like, how many times before? This is the Bridge Center. I don't know. So I was like, well, is she, did she call me? He's, I, did she call me? He's like, no, she called me. And she wants, she's bringing this guy over for Christmas dinner. And keep in mind, like Christmas dinner at our house, it's small. It's like me, my sister, my niece, oh. my daughter, him, and his mom. So this is it's the just immediate family. Very much so. Yeah, it well, is not like an open house. Yeah. Oh, it is not. Yeah. It is a dinner, a sit down, a prime rib, Yorkshire pudding, bunt cake, uh, asparagus, spears, dinner. Will you adopt me, first of all? So, <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. So can, yeah. yeah. Wow. So I'm kind of irritated, yeah. but I'm also like, I thought about my own mom. And I was like, you know, oh, my no, mom, oh, who no, got oh, all no. sad. I know, I could cry just talking about it. Got all, like, sad about the little drummer boy and that the kid only had his drum to yeah. play for the baby Jesus. So I was like, this is the no room at the inn, right? The yeah. guy doesn't have any place to go. It's true. This is the Christmas spirit. This is mm-hmm. really going to be the Christmas spirit. So you have to suck it up and invite this guy into your house that you don't know. You still don't even know his name or when he's coming or who he is. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So I, I get teared up about thinking about it. Um, so, yeah. So I have the mystery Christmas guest that honestly, I haven't told my sister or my niece or my daughter he's coming because I don't know who he even is. Yeah. Yeah. He's just the mystery Christmas guest. How about that? Wow. <laughs> I heard it on the way in the Bing Crosby version with David Bowie already. This is immersion therapy. We yeah. just need to get you through it. I really hate Bob Seger, so this one doesn't get me as much. <laughs> Sorry. God. Well, maybe that's good. Oh, yeah, this is the one. Okay, yeah, this one really gets me. Oh, now she's going to cry more. What are you doing, Jason? This is about world peace. There you go, Steph. Uh, so, yeah, so we have the mystery uh, Christmas guest. Is he an elderly gentleman? I suspect. Okay. Who plays bridge? Mm, yeah, I guess you young know, guys I don't, don't know. play bridge. I honestly know nothing. 
And she still well, hasn't I, called me because I'm sure she's a little scared. Oh, boy. Well, well, I think it's lovely you're doing this. It's, it's going to make you, it feels icky yes. right now, but when it's happening, it'll make you feel good. And honestly. you know what my sister said? She goes, it could be like, he could be the life of the party. She's he like, it could be the Christmas that Bob came, you know, or whatever the guy's name is. And sure. you'll remember it. I said, or it could be the Christ- Christmas where the rando showed up. <laughs> you'll know why Either he way, wasn't invited you know to any Christmases. You oh. know what? Either way, it's a story. Yes, it's it a is. Story forever. Yes, it and, is. And and you you are you are filled with the Christmas spirit. I mean, you're doing what the season is really all about. It's and here, true. Let, let me ruin that uh, song for you. The Bing Crosby, mm. David uh, Bowie. Why? Um, Why um, you gotta be, ruin uh, it? Because I want you not to cry today. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, Bing Crosby, horrible human being. There we go. That'll make you feel <laughs> yeah. horrible, horrible human being. Pretty much. Did you know thank this you, or meet him? Yeah, or how yeah. do you know? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, uh, I've watched like a TCM documentary and they were you, nice enough, yeah. but you could tell not no. a good guy. He was a horrible. Really? He, yeah, he he's been accused of horrible things. He treated his family horrible. He was just a a jerkwad. Yeah, really? he was a not. Oh, not a nice man. Oh, this is not a know. nice man at all. He legendarily a butthole. I mean, seriously. Okay. Yes. Gosh, and in Hollywood, because they don't really talk about that stuff too much. He must have been like extra bad. Well, yeah, there are rumors. Gene Kelly wasn't always the nicest guy. That that whole era, all those men, you know, they, uh, hey, let's tap dance. But then, you know, they got home and they were horrible fathers. Well, I mean, Jane's very open. Henry Fonda wasn't the nicest guy on earth. Um, but no, Bing Crosby, horrible human being. <laughs> okay. Every time I, yeah, horrible man. Well, that helps my Christmas understanding. Yeah. There we go. You've got mail. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Becky writes to us, I'm doing a lot of last-minute Christmas shopping today, grabbing my coffee at the Star of the Bucks. Thank you for saying it like that. And I got to say, I'm so happy you guys are live. I didn't expect it and made my morning. Oh, well, good. there we go. Well, no one else is listening, so welcome. No. Thank Becky. you, Becky. <laughs> Thank you. Becky. <laughs> Becky, it's we're Becky doing show. the show. It's the Becky show. Woo, hey, Becky. <laughs> How's your Starbucks? How's your cup of coffee? That's right. Hey, listener awards happening, people. You can get uh, win tickets to Reba or Maroon 5 at the X, Barnes & Noble gift cards, Green Meal gift cards, and more. Sign up for listener rewards on our website. We're going to take a break, and the Becky Show will be back <laughs> after this. What is the one movie that Dawn has to watch every year around this time? Obviously, Stephanie has to listen to Little Drummer Boy. But what does Dawn have to watch? Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning, Christmas Eve edition. I'm Jace with Dawn and special guest star, Stephanie Hansen. Kenny's off today. Lex is obviously off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? I just haven't said that in a while. Yeah, Lex, it's not usual. Lex has the day off, everybody. <laughs> I don't know why that tickles me, but anyway. It's her first uh, Christmas with baby. That's oh, always exciting. I thought about that. Yeah, I'm going to text her a little bit like, later first Christmas today. with baby ornament. It's special. Aww. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Do you have one of those that. for your daughter? I do. Yeah. yeah. Ellie does, too. I, I shouldn't, yeah. yeah. I got her a little, I got her a little, uh, little onesie for the baby. Oh, cute. Baby's first biscuit onesie. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> it's so cute. So you've got mail.
Uh, we have other people listening. It's just not Becky. Uh, we're hearing from a lot of you on Twitter. Thanks, PayPal's. Um, Tana Nanoka is waving. Hey. Uh, David's listening. Uh, Dara or Dara is listening. Uh, Mary Papke. Lisa Marie present. Laura B., of course, and Megan Lane. Megan Lane would listen to us if squirrels were falling from the sky. I mean, it, it, Megan's here every single day. I love it. It's like so, we're taking roll call at our classroom. It is. I see Sarah, and I see Jake, and <laughs> oh, I see Lily. And Nurse see Clancy. Him. Or Nurse Carmen, that was her name, on Clancy. Oh, oh. <laughs> what? A romper room. Who did that? Well, Ooh. that was romper room. I mean, no, it was, yeah, it was romper room. Okay. Yeah, I see. They look in the, the, the big sucker. I see Stephanie, and I see yes. Dawn, and I see Kenny, and I, yeah, that's what it was. Chase, did you uh, live here? Do you know who Clancy is and Nurse Carmen? No, I'm. I did not live here. I uh, grew up in uh, with Chicago TV, so I knew you Chicago had Bozo, Bozo the Clown. I had, I had Bozo yep. the Clown. Yeah, we had Carmen, Nurse Carmen, and Clancy, and yeah. he was a cop, and she was a nurse, and it was like our local like kids oh, show. Oh yeah, thing. we had a local kids show too. I can't yeah. remember what it was called, but oh, you did too, Don in Missouri. Yes, and she actually she ran for office, so everybody voted for her. She was our yeah, it was sure. great. Yeah. Well, hey, that's a way to get voters right there. <laughs> but yeah, we had Bozo. We had Arbor, the uh, Bozo he show. He was a good one, too. Until he was a, a legendary, yeah. Didn't he uh, have uh, Falling from Grace years no. later? No, that's you're thinking of a different Bozo. Our okay. Bozo was beloved. No, he All was right. a good Bozo. And that show was so beloved that you would have to sign up for tickets basically when your kid was in the womb. There was such a waiting list. No, I'm not kidding. There is such a waiting list to go on Bozo that you just kind of gave up. I mean, it's almost like signing up for a nursery school that you want. You have, you, we, my mom just gave up because the waiting list were, was years and years and years for the Bozo show. Um, and they played the grand prize game. You threw ping pong balls into six buckets. And if you got to bucket number six, you won a Schwinn bicycle. Oh. It was a big darn deal. Yeah. Fun. But looking back, Bozo was quite frightening. I mean, if I'm, <laughs> if I'm being very clear, yeah. <laughs> just looking at him now is, yeah. Wizzle the wizard. There was something weird about him. Um, Cookie the clown. Yeah. All were beloved. Oh. Six six thirty three. Okay, Dawn. Yes. What do you? Because everyone, this is perfect segue. Because again, little drummer boy with Hanson, uh, she always listens to that. Everyone has their traditions, whether it's mu- a musical tradition or a, maybe a movie tradition. What do yes. you have? Well, there are a couple of movies I like to watch during Christmas time when I wrap presents. Uh, one of them is Holiday Affair. It has Janet Lee and Robert Mitchum in it. It's really cute. It's, I think I've seen that movie. It's 1949. Yeah. Kurt uh, loves Robert Mitchum. Oh, I love him, too. I mean, man, that guy. That's a good looking man. I don't really man. get crushes on people that are alive now <laughs> but i do have a yeah. crush on robert mitchum he is just so he was kind of a bad boy and had a butt chin and just kind of like didn't do a lot of effort when it came to acting he just kind of phoned it in and totally admitted to it he's like yeah i just get out there and talk there's no mystery to this uh and then uh i have to watch a version of a christmas carol that probably a lot of people grew up with. It's the 1970 Albert Finney version, because there's so many versions out there. It's a musical, and I do have a little bit of clip just to remind people, if you want to hear it. I hate people. I love people. <laughs> Dawn, that's audio of me. Dawn, Dawn, that's audio of me. 
Life is full of cretinous wretches, learning what their sweatiness fetches, empty minds whose pettiness stretches further than I can see. Little wonder, I hate people. <laughs> and I don't care if they hate me. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> I need that as my it's, ringtone. It just cracks me up. Yeah. So anyway, it, part of it's kind of scary that he goes to hell at the end and he's in chains and Marley's there and there are like demon people leading him around. And there's a really yeah. funny side by side. You know how they pick like a famous person and who does he look like? Yes. Who do you think the lookalike is for Albert Finney as the Scrooge? Oh, God. I'm going to send it to you. It's Donald Trump, and it looks exactly like him. Oh, no. I'm oh, really? Send it to you. No. Yeah, they look exactly alike. Oh, no. Just saying. Oh. Oh, I didn't. Actually, you can watch the full movie, by the way, on YouTube. That's how I watched it last night. Oh, seriously? Yeah, because I couldn't find my DVD. I hope I didn't donate it. But, yeah, full movie, Scrooge 1970 HD, it says. All right. Yeah. Love it. I need to watch it. I've never seen it, Don. Oh, it's great. I mean, I, I love it because of nostalgia. You know, I watch it as a kid and watch it every year. But, yeah. I need to see it because I, I love A Christmas Carol. I love it at the Guthrie. Oh, there's, like, there's only yeah. a couple versions I do not like, I do not enjoy. But I need to see this one, especially. That I'm, and I need to get that song immediately. <laughs> I hate people. Yeah. <laughs> Don, we need to get that as a drop. I'll, we I'll actually just, put it we in. need to isolate just that part. Just, I, I hate people. people. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy we like well, to watch it's a wonderful life kurt needs to have a good cry every year and he puts that on oh sure and he fast forward through well holiday Inn we watch a lot too holiday Inn, and yeah white that's christmas. great white christmas yeah mm-hmm. oh. i watch um i was going to do this later but i always watch i have movies that i watch for different seasons in the spring i watch a movie called stealing home with mark Harmon and jodie foster it's a little-known movie. didn't do very well. Um, it's a baseball movie, of all things. You wouldn't expect me to like this, but I do. I love it for whatever reason. Um, and then in the winter, I always watch um, Beautiful Girls. Now, have either of you seen Beautiful Girls? I don't know. Describe it. Um, it's it's basically... It's about that... It's a coming-of-age story, but in a different way. It's coming-of-age as in... You are in your late 20s, maybe even your early 30s, and you return home for the holidays. And you, the townies, your friends that have stayed there, are basically stuck in suspended animation. You know, yeah, they really haven't Matt advanced Dylan in and life. Hutton, it looks good. The cast is amazing. Um, uh, let me just list a few. Timothy Hutton, uh, Matt Dillon, Uma Thurman, uh, Mira Sorvino, a young Natalie oh, Portman. I gotta watch this. David Arquette. Uma, I said Uma Thurman already. Um, Martha Plimpton's in it. Uh, I could, uh, there's, I'm, uh, Michael, Michael Rappaport's in it. Um, it's so, uh, Rosie O'Donnell is in it. It's so good and underrated, and it was shot... Parts of it were shot here in Minnesota in Stillwater. There's a great scene with Michael Rappaport and Martha Plimpton in the Bryant Lake Bowl. And uh, yeah, so Timothy Hutton is a musician. He comes back home. Uh, His mother has passed and his dad and his brother, played by David Arquette, kind of in a sad place. They're kind of depressing. And uh, he comes back home and hangs out with his his friends, uh, Michael Rappaport 
and Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon was kind of the cool guy, kind of the Fonz. And he is really stuck in place. He really hasn't advanced. High school was basically the best years of his life. And it's it's really, really charming. And it's one of my favorite movies. And it's directed by the late Ted Demi, Jonathan Demi's uh, son. And oh, it, and Rosie O'Donnell has a monologue about how pathetic men are that I can't play because she swears. <laughs> but she's walking through a drugstore with a uh, Matt Dillon and Timothy, basically telling them how they're just gross pigs and they need to advance <laughs> as a as they need to advance as a species. So she picks up a Playboy and she goes, "This, this is not." Real. This is Silicone's. Uh, this is Silicone um, uh, City. She goes. Oh look, the shaved. She, goes, she talks about the shaved private part. She goes. That's not real. She goes. I have hair. It was great. Uh, it was. It's so good. So beautiful girls. Good. Okay. Yeah. I think you both would really enjoy it because we're all about the same age, and it it speaks to really our generation pretty well yeah hearing from people you've got mail sadie writes beautiful girls is the best couldn't agree with you more rosie o'donnell's scene in the drugstore is everything it really is and i wish there was an edited version that i could play for you guys but uh yeah she (laughs) she got this a few times but it's so good so i watch that all the time and then i watch um uh, Dawn's going to laugh because she had to watch it, but I watched Family Man uh, with Nicolas Cage and Taylor oh, Leone. Lord. That's a oh, cute yeah. movie. Yeah. Well, Dawn doesn't like rom-coms in general. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> I only like old-timey love. Mm-hmm. Like Holiday Affair. If it's in black and white, I can accept it. Or like, you know, Emily Bronte or, you know. Sure. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. She likes Dawn can accept black and white love. Yeah, that's it. Because <laughs> the women didn't have anything to do back then, so of course they so obsessed about it. Weathering yeah. Heights. Mm-hmm. Technicolor love, she can't do. <laughs> you can't do. You can't do Technicolor uh, love. FYI, I just talked to a woman who said Axel's Treehouse was the name of the show with the Clancy the Clown. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, yeah. yes. She had a bunch of other characters she listed off. I mean, I go, I don't know. Why you know this information, but this is kind of the kind of stuff that I store in my brain that doesn't bring us any use. <laughs> but it does now. <laughs> yeah. Donna Donna Moore's writes to us, just an FYI, you have at least two more listeners today. I've been up since 5 o'clock helping Santa before the grandkids wake up. Thanks Aww. for being a live show today. Y'all make me laugh. Have a wonderful Disney trip, you two. I hope Stephanie reports back on her mystery guest. Oh. Um, thank you, Donna. Merry I might Christmas. have to call in. You might have to, Please. yes. Please do. My Talk 1071 is a proud partner of Destination Winter St. Paul featuring Wells Fargo Winter Skate. Hey, y'all. It's open through February 22nd of next year at CHS Field. And if you use your Wells Fargo credit or debit card, you can rent skates for free. How do you like them, Apples? Uh, put winter skate in at the keyword at mytalk1071.com for more when we come back a great quote by jj abrams that i've been thinking a lot about lately that and more when we return welcome back from the shortest commercial break in the history of commercial breaks it's jason and alexis (laughs) in the morning (laughs) live on my talk world of seven one and live streaming at mytalk1071.com i'm jace Dawn. Hi. Stephanie. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Well, that's when I get all my stuff done. I'm like, what? We're already back? Oh, God. 
I literally peed on the floor. I, oh, I couldn't even make it to the bathroom. Pop yeah. the squat. I I heard the music start again, and I just pulled my pants down yeah. and just started peeing right on the floor. Yeah, like even make a it to... bottle or something in there. A Pringles no. can, like Steve. No, Patterson. I did it right on the floor. I don't care. Oh, a Pringles can. My dad has this thing called the Stadium Buddy. Oh yeah, I know what that it's is. I'm, I'm sorry. What? I'm stadium sorry. Buddy. What did you just say? Mm-hmm. Um, is that what I think it is? Yeah. That it's, is disgusting. You wear it at games. They have well, one, you, some you, for women, too. Yeah. You don't... There's some you can wear, and then some you just use. <laughs> that is disgusting. Yep. There was a concert You're, I went to one time oh. where I really could have used that, though. I can tell you. Well, and he <laughs> he has a hard time walking all those stairs, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and Merry Christmas, folks. It's uh, uh, Christmas Eve. Yeah. And if you're Christmas looking for Eve. a gift for your father-in-law, <laughs> that's right. May, may we interest you in the stadium, buddy? Our Jason, you did ruin this version, because now I just think that he is a creep. Bing, Bing Crosby, Crosby was. was a horrible man. Horrible man. If memory serves me right, Don, help me fill in the blanks. I think it was his own daughter, Mary Crosby, Kristen Shepard on Dallas, who basically said her, her father was a butthole. Yeah. I mean, I know that he was. I know he was horrible to his children. I yeah. know he was. I. I. I yeah. So oh, not yeah, a nice she's man. She's an actress. Yeah, she's yeah she's a trivia question. She's uh, a trivia answer. Yeah, he never ben said Cro- I love you to them. There's a detail. Yep. That's what his um, son Nathaniel says. Oh. Yeah, she played Kristen Shepard, the woman who shot Jr. So if you're ever at a trivia contest, and the question is who did shoot Jr., the acceptable answers are the following: Jr.'s sister-in-law, Kristen Shepard, or Bing Crosby's daughter. You can even use. And if they try to disqualify you, you call me, and I'll tell them that you're right. She's cute. Go. Yeah, she was the shooter. She's gorgeous. Yeah, she was. She was uh, Kristen Shepard. Yeah. Because Bing, Bing Crosby were, was friends with Larry Hagman's mother, the great Mary Martin, who uh, originated Peter Pan on Broadway. Oh. So, yeah. So Larry had a lot of famous <laughs> friends because of his mom. Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Perry Como. Yeah. Perry, I think, was a good guy. But some of those, some of those, some of those guys, not, not pleasant. Not pleasant. 648. Here, let me let me lighten the mood a little bit. Uh, I've been thinking about this quote from J.J. Abrams, which it, it, it's not necessarily just because of Star Wars, but I just I love it, and I and I don't think it's from J.J. I think it, he heard it from somebody, and I'm determined to figure out who said it or who wrote it. Or he was. This is when I had insomnia on Saturday night. Not really insomnia, but I woke up early. And I'm lying in bed, and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to watch them. I'm going to get into a YouTube vortex. So I was in a Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker uh, vortex, um, watching people freak out about the movie, which was entertaining. And then I stumbled across a Saturday night Q&A with J.J. Abrams, uh, moderated by an editor from Vanity Fair. And J.J. was joined by the co-writer, Dawn of the Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. Chris Terrio, who, yeah. Yeah, who also wrote Argo, um, mm-hmm. Oscar-winning uh, Argo. 
So they were talking, and obviously the movie had opened. The movie opened 24 hours before this Q&A, and the critics had spoken. So the Vanity Fair guy, moderator, asked J.J. what he thinks of the criticism. And J.J. said, everybody's right. If you hate it, that's your view, and you're right. If you think it's the best thing ever, you're right, too. He said he went into this knowing, and Chris was nodding his head, too. They both knew, especially in the time, because he mentioned the time we're living in. Um, But he said, we knew watching the backlash from The Last Jedi, which was the last movie made, if you're not a nerd like Dawn and me, he knew that this there was going to be no win. There was no way he he was going to come out of this unscathed. But he said he decided to do the movie the way he wanted to do. He wanted to take more chances. And, 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 and they talked about people's complaint that there wasn't an overarching theme to this trilogy. And J.J. and Chris said, well, I kind of, and I'm paraphrasing, they, they said, well, we respectfully disagree. And he's like, especially with this movie. He said there was a quote on their whiteboard in their production office that J.J. said they kept going back to. And the quote was, you do not discover who you are, you create who you are. And I thought, I really loved that. I thought that was a great quote. I do not know the origin of this quote. I don't know where it came from. But I thought, and I and I have thought a lot, that was Saturday, and I've, I've thought about it, it pops in my mind um, every so often. Not just in in in, con- in in relation to Star Wars in this particular movie, in, in in connecting to the movie, he said, you know, people can complain about spoiler people, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. There okay. is a connection. There is a connection with Ray. I'm not going to tell you to something else. Right, Don. Yeah. There's a connection, and he's like, well, people can say that's lazy. People can say whatever. He's like, but he's like, all three of my main characters are creating their own future. Poe, it was a smuggler, a, a, you know, a spice runner or whatever, and he's running from a not-so-great past. Finn was a stormtrooper and is escaping what he was born into. And Ray is a scavenger and now discovers something else. <laughs> something else. And she's escaping that. And he goes, so that's, he goes, so with all due respect, he goes, this was the overarching theme that we wanted in this film. And I thought to myself, well, that's lovely. I wish I would have known that going into it because now it makes more sense to me. Um, and, and, And it puts the movie in different, in a different light. I thought, oh, okay. Oh, that was your intent. Oh, okay. That's lovely. But I love that quote. I do. I love that quote. And, yeah, you kind of make your own, no matter where you come from, even if you come from a crappy family, you you have the opportunity to create your own future. I don't want to get all Oprah up in here, but I just thought that oh, was nice. Oh, do it. No, it's but, true. you know, again, it's, it goes beyond Star Wars. Just the fact that they wrote that on the board, I thought, yeah, that's a good lesson for us all. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we all, we all come from, I mean, my, you know, my dad, for me... I'm I'm running from the shadow of my dad. You know, if I ever had kids, I would try to be a more present father uh, emotionally than my father was. I'm always running from that. I'm running from the fact that, um, you know, my dad was addicted to painkillers. And I pray 
most months that I never have that vice, you know? Um, and we all have something like that. We're all, we all come from something that may not be perfect, but we have the opportunity to create, to create our own positive future. And I just thought that was really nice. I think too, like, I don't know. I always just think that I just am bumbling along doing stuff, but you have the opportunity to make conscious choices about certain things. And so being successful or pulling yourself up by your bootstraps, it's a certain amount of luck, but it's also just a certain amount of like showing up a certain amount of tenacity. Yes. Um, yeah. I was trying to teach my niece this the other day cause she's working and she's not really liking her job and she feels like the manager's not very nice to her. I'm like, well, the man, why does the manager have to be nice to you? Really? You know, like if she's abusive, I guess that's one thing, but Let's just talk about what work is and what you're supposed to do and how you show up. And if you want to quit, okay, but you should get another job before you quit and you should give a two weeks notice. And here's how it works in the grown up world. And it's not going to be sunshine and roses. No. And they're not necessarily your friends. And that's all right. Be Arthur and I, we weren't friends forever. No, she hated you. I know she kind of (laughs) did. And rightly so. I wasn't super nice to her either. Oh no! No, you weren't. We've mended fences. Yes, you have. Yeah, you 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 had a very Gary grown-up lunch. I was very proud of you. I that know. Day. I did. I decided I, was... I needed to like have lunch with her and tell her I was an idiot and I was sorry and I didn't act very professionally and I was going to be better and I am. Yeah, and look at you guys. Now she she thinks you're well, the best. You she go. thinks you're the bee's knees. Whatever the hell that means. Mm-hmm. Bees. I, I don't understand that phrase, and I never will. (laughs) Anyway, uh, 6.55, when we come back, we'll get more woo-woo. Plus, I'm uh, reading a book that I'm going to name Ab Fab. Uh And uh, Dawn watched a (laughs) My Crazy Obsession episode. (laughs) That and more when we return. It's a beautiful day.